When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Thursday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show begins right now, everybody, all across this great land. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, got a lot on the plate today, a lot to get through on our plate and buck docket. Uh, right now, many people are just riveted by this unusual legal circumstance of a criminal murder defendant on the stand. This is in the Murdaugh murder trial about this family uh a wealthy lawyer, his son and wife, one of his sons and wife killed. There had been previously a young girl who was killed on the not related, killed, uh, not related to them, uh, on the family boat. There's, uh, there's backstory here of ruination of the family finances, of opioid addiction. And now the allegation, the primary allegation. Oh, also $11 million of theft has been alleged. But Murdaugh, the father of this family, um, is of the Murdaugh family. Uh, he is on the stand right now, and he is being asked about the the state's allegation that he murdered at the family uh, hunting kennels his wife and his uh, younger son. Um, so, will if there's any. Uh, Breaking news from this during the course of the show, we will we will bring it to you. And also, Clay uh, may want to dive into some legal analysis of that in just a few moments. Uh, we've also got a whole range of things to address with you. Speaking of the, uh, in the legal realm, that grand jury four person instead of foreman, as we know, got to say four person who was giving those interviews. Clay mentioned yesterday uh, that she is. Either a witch or a Wiccan. I don't know if there's uh, no offense to the Wiccan community. I don't really know what the difference may be. 
Um, and she's causing problems. They're starting to say, hold on a second, meaning the left is saying this woman may be causing issues for the possible indictment of Trump that may be coming down. So we'll certainly discuss that. The U.S. has increased its quiet but not covert troop presence in Taiwan, going from a few dozen to a couple of hundred to help make the cost of a Chinese invasion of that island higher. We've got our friend Stephen Yates, who uh, was uh, in the Bush administration, a fluent Mandarin speaker, knows the Chinese area of operations very well. He'll be with us in the second hour of the program. Um, and then also a couple of other stories, uh, national level crime stories that I, I want to get to. But we'll put a, a pin in that for a moment. Clay, when you see this situation, you've got a father here on trial for a double murder of his own wife and uh, second uh, son. Uh, this is not something you generally see. We have not obviously been able to watch the cross-examination yet, but I know enough just, just from watching Law & Order. You're always told, first of all, a well-advised defendant will not take the stand. Second of all, uh, this is highly risky. Yeah, look, this this story has really gripped much of the nation's attention. And if you haven't been paying attention to it, the fact that Fox News is basically going without commercial break during his testimony, and again, the defense is questioning him right now, his own attorneys are uh, questioning him on the witness stand, and then I would think we will have what may very well be an explosive cross-examination. And... I've read a lot about this case because it's South Carolina backcountry. The guy's name is, Mur it looks like it should be pronounced Murdoch. It's actually pronounced Murdoch. And his family for three generations has been essentially the legal force uh, prosecuting attorneys and whatnot in this entire region of South Carolina, which is very rural, very poor. Um, and, uh, and, and is not very connected in, in a general sense to the outside world. And this story has captivated many people, not only in the United States, but, but around the globe. And to your point, you almost never see a defendant in a murder trial take the witness stand. Now, this guy is and has been in his career a very skilled attorney. He's probably spent a lot of time in courtrooms in his, in his life. He has been bawling, breaking down in tears during much of this testimony that is focused on the details surrounding when he found the bodies of his wife and his son. And his own elder son has testified on his behalf, but the evidence is obviously very damning. The one thing they haven't really been able to point out, Buck, is why did he do it? I was going to ask you what the motive is here. I mean, you've been following this trial more closely than I have. Um but the part of just from I, I've been reading about it, I haven't been somebody who's been yeah. following, watching the uh, live, um, the the live shots from from the courtroom, uh, the way that many uh, many across the country and Fox is going with the live right now. Uh, so he is effectively bankrupt. That's what he. This is this is all part of the claim that he's he's run out of money. Um, he has an opioid addiction, which he has admitted to. He says he lied to police about where he was. Uh, the night of the murder, which I've always, I, this is, this comes from the guy, the detectives I work with the NYPD. They just say, look for the lie. 
The moment someone's yeah. lying to you, there's a reason. So that's obviously not uh, not favorable for Alex Murdoch's, um, you know, for Alex Murdoch in front of this jury that he's admitted to lying to the police about where he was the night of the murder. But killing his wife and son, is there, unless there's a um, major insurance policy or something, yeah. it, it's not, it, it doesn't seem like, motive is clear which i think would be a problem that well, obviously that's what the defense is trying to present to the jury and and that seems to be one of their primary um uh points in his favor is that there's that yeah, doesn't look, seem to be clear motive every case both the prosecution and the defense have a theory of the case that is something that you believe is the undergirding foundation upon which you are basing the argument, which is really just a story that you are presenting to the jury. And it's not only, by the way, this. Murdoch also was caught staging a fake suicide uh, attempt or a fake murder attempt, I should say. He supposedly hired his cousin to try to kill him and then claimed that he had uh, that, that the attempt had failed and he called the police and... I mean, th this has been a total cluster. And the one thing that has not necessarily tied together perfectly, Buck, and you hit on it, is the motive. His life was falling apart. And it seems to be the prosecution's theory of the case that when they realized that he had embezzled $8.5 million. And, and by the way, let me just take a step back and explain how all this started. A uh, His youngest son was on a boat, was... Uh, drunk and ran the boat into a bridge support and his girlfriend died uh, in that incident. There then was a massive lawsuit, wrongful death civil suit, filed against the Murdoch family, his younger son. And as part of that story, they became aware as this litigation ensued that Murdoch had stolen millions of dollars from his law firm basically money that he was not entitled to that he had effectively embezzled and i'm i'm synthesizing this a little bit and then as that became apparent then there is the argument that he decided the way to distract from what was going on in his financial affairs this is the theory of the prosecution was that he was going to kill his wife and his son it doesn't really to me add up and also there's an allegation that a previous maid that worked for them may have been murdered she fell down the stairs and they got a multi-million dollar insurance settlement there the the children of the maid that died they didn't really seem to understand that there had been any kind of settlement so he got millions of dollars in life insurance and he sued his own property insurance it, it, it's really a convoluted story, and there may be people out there who have been following it way closer than us. In fact, I'm sure there are, and many of them may be listening to us while they're also watching and or taping this testimony because Murdoch taking the stand is a uh, is a holy crap moment for people who have been following this case. It was massively popular in the podcast universe. I mean, it spawned an entire series of shows all spiraled out of this. It, it feels like this is a... This is a desperation move for the defense. I mean, just just based on everything that you have laid out here. And I, I mean, for example, the uh, uh, possibility that there was a murder of an employee and they got the settlement. I mean, just all yeah. of these things. The jury hates this person. Right. That, that's clear at this point. Alex Murdoch is a he comes across as a 
detestable person. Maybe some of them would have a particular sympathy just because of the uh, he's an addict, which he's come out to say, and people are sympathetic toward addicts. But the other stuff, you know, the stealing and the he's he's not going to be viewed favorably by a jury at all. So given the facts and given the rea- you know, the, the other problem the defense has here is, well, who else did this? Right. I mean, they, they say the weapons were stolen. The weapons have not been recovered. Yeah. And I'm so, glad you brought this up, Buck, because the big part here that he's been trying to argue is that initially there was the thought that the that the son and the mom were murdered by family that was angry over the daughter that died in the boat accident. So it was months between when this murder happened and when they ended up calling uh, uh, charging Murdoch because the argument had been this was revenge for the death of the daughter in the boat. That was what most people thought, and they thought that both Murdoch and his surviving son were potentially going to be targeted associated with this as well so i mean this is like a william faulkner you know gothic southern novel that has all these twists and all these complicated shadowy suspects and 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 subterfuge and so what the heck the jury's going to be able to uncover about all this before all is said and done is a is a major challenge and you're going to see a lot more of this because right now the most obviously the defense is trying to portray a shattered uh, deeply, deeply troubled, apart from the murder of his wife and, and son, but a, a shattered individual who, as bad as he may be on some other things, did not do this double murder, right? That's what this all hinges yes. on. You're going to get a prosecution going forward here in cross-examination that is going to tear this guy up. Um, that's going to be, and he's, he's gambling with the, with, he's gambling with the rest of his life, effectively. He's gambling with whether or not he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison with this um with this testimony that he is giving which is a performance of sorts uh on the stand so we'll continue to to follow this and i think beyond the basic facts of it we don't have much more for you right now um but if there's anything that breaks during this testimony we'll certainly uh bring it to you later on in the program you know every day your home movies and photos are slowly fading away that's because those videotapes you bought once upon a time weren't meant to last more than a couple decades the magnetic, magnetic tape starts to degrade. The color fades on photographs and albums. So it's time to digitize what's on those tapes and in those albums. You can do it easily with Legacy Box. They've done this for more than a million families already. You can trust your precious memories on tape and film with Legacy Box. Glenn and I both have used them to preserve our own family treasures in the past. It's so easy, and you're so happy once you've done it. It's an amazing outcome for this project for everyone who tries it. It's like opening a time capsule. You get to see those smiles, hear the voices of family members, including maybe even having some family members who have passed away, and you can remember them in a special way because you have this digital media where you hear their voices, you see their faces. So to revisit the first moments of life with babies in your family, uh, weddings, reunions, all those great memories, Legacy Box, go for it. Every tape you send will be hand-transferred with care and trust by Legacy Box's team. It's all done right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, in Clay's home state. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Buck and save 50%. That's LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K. You'll get 50% off. It's a really good deal. It's a great service. And the people that run this company and work at this company, they're great Americans. LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K. Truth seeking. Reality telling. 
The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax advantage income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the NASDAQ and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade, including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are... There is a great evil taking place in our society. Since 1973, over 64 million babies' lives have been taken. Preborn is dedicated to saving these precious lives. And every day, the staff members at Preborn Clinics rescue 200 babies and help women in crisis by sharing light, love, and a free ultrasound. That changed my life, just from that ultrasound picture. You see, when an expectant mother meets her precious baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, she is twice as likely to choose life for her baby. Would you join me and Preborn in rescuing babies' lives? One ultrasound is just $28, and for $140, you can sponsor five ultrasounds helping to rescue five babies' lives. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck, sponsored by Preborn. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the Thursday edition of the program. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. You can search out Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. Boom. You'll be on your way to being able to hear every single segment as well as many podcast exclusives along the way. Um, a lot of uh, good stuff coming in that direction. Uh, we're going to talk about East Palestine, which Mayor Pete finally got around to visiting today, a day after Donald Trump did. But I saw this joke from Stephen Colbert and to me, it seemed to personify so perfectly not only the partisan left-wing rantings of late-night comedy, but also just how hateful it is of anyone that might support Donald Trump. And so I want you to listen to this and uh, and and just kind of think about where we are that Colbert is not only destroyed late-night television overall by turning himself into a propaganda network for left-wing loons, but also just the meanness associated with 
this joke. Listen. This may be a surprise to you, but the former president was not just in Ohio out of the goodness of his heart. You see, his 2024 presidential run has gotten off to a rocky start, struggling to generate excitement. So he viewed the visit as a major campaign event. Yeah. Yeah. No, it can't be. It's fitting that he's trying to restart his campaign in East Palestine, because much like the fish there, it's dead in the water. Do you think that he would make a joke about the Flint water crisis? Zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. Why is that? If he did, the left wing in his own party would come and try to cancel him. So, look, I actually think, and we're going to talk about this in a couple of minutes, I actually think this is... Donald Trump starting to hit his stride. I thought that was maybe the best day that Trump has had since he started his campaign in East Palestine. Administration can manage to make it to East Palestine in three weeks. Trump didn't just show up. He also delivered supplies to help people who may be struggling with water or basic necessities. And given the fact that this election buck is going to be decided in the Midwest, I find it hard to believe that a lot of these people who feel like they're forgotten and feel like they are uniquely mocked when they haven't done anything wrong. Oh, the fish are all dead there because you got polluted water. Um, I, this is exactly why I think Trump connected in 2016, and it felt to me like a perfect, real launch to his campaign to be there. Trump understands, I think, um the anxiety of the forgotten American in a way that they respond to because they think it's it's authentic. He doesn't pretend to be one of them, obviously. He's a guy's worth a billion dollars, give or take. Um, but this is the core of Trump and Trumpism, a place like East Palestine. This is how Trump surprised Hillary Clinton. This is how the um, the political phenomenon of MAGA really came to be. And I just think it's interesting. If Trump focuses on this, I think he's formidable. There are other things that he focuses on sometimes lately that are not to his benefit. How about getting great cell phone service at a fraction of the price? Pure Talk can hook you up with that kind of deal. Not only are they known as the no-contract wireless company, they're also the only wireless company to offer a 100% money-back guarantee. That's right. They're so sure you're going to love their ultra-fast 5G service. If you don't, they'll give you your money back. Instead of paying a fortune to Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile every month, you can cut your bill in half with Pure Talk. Their U.S.-based customer service team will help you make the switch, which takes about 10 minutes, and they're available to answer any questions along the way. Veteran-owned company that shares our values, too. All you have to do to get them is dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, to save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is... Simply smarter wireless. Want to remind you, pound two five zero. Say Clay and Buck. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. You know, a lot of people have been walking around town with their heads full of doubt and fear and feeling neglected. And I feel like Trump's presence today uh, helped reassure them that. You know, they do care. They have not been forgotten about. And uh, it definitely helped lift the spirits and give people some peace of mind knowing that people know who we are and what's going on around here. And, uh, you know, the president not showing up, it kind of did the opposite. And that was that's what was causing a lot of the neglect and the feelings of doubt and fear. 
Why has Biden not been? That was an East Palestine resident, I think, eloquently laying out the feelings of the people of East Palestine, 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 sorry, East Palestine resident um, who is laying out how it feels in that community right now and how Trump's visit there was powerful for a lot of them. It was true solidarity. It was Trump at his best in so many ways. You know, the, this is the Trump base. People from communities in places like Ohio who, you know, MSNBC hosts just don't care about. As far as MSNBC hosts are concerned, you know, if you live in a forgotten community and you're, you know, a white working class American, learn to code and, you know, move to a suburb of San Francisco or Washington, D.C. or something. Too bad for you. That really is the attitude. And it comes across... Speaking of MSNBC, we have here in clip 10, Joe Scarborough, who is honestly a cartoonish lib at this point, a turncoat to conservatism, if he ever was a conservative, and a cartoonish lib for the amusement of the MSNBC audience. Play clip 10. The guy's just so gross. He really is. I mean, you're talking about Trump water, branded Trump water. Uh, and, and by the way, he's such a hypocrite, too, talking about attacking Joe Biden while Joe Biden is going, you know, risking his life, fighting for Western democracy, something he doesn't give a damn about. Joe Joe Biden is risking his life. I mean, you know, honestly, the 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 on air foot rub that Joe Scarborough has to give to Joe Biden all the time. You wonder if it gets a little bit too much after a while. Well, not only that. You, you you hit on something that I think is so true. Trump needs to get out of Mar-a-Lago more. Yes. And uh, I think Trump is at his best when he does the things like he did in East Palestine, where he goes into a McDonald's and orders tons of McDonald's food for everybody who's out there working and says, and I think he's probably true, I know the menu, and I'm paraphrasing, I know the menu better than anybody here, right? Trump has, for a billionaire, a lot of common man taste. And what's so disappointing to me about guys like Joe Scarborough, Buck, is Joe Scarborough represents the Florida panhandle. Uh, Those are my people. Like, that is the base of people that I just absolutely love, right? And and the people in East Palestine, too. I mean, these these are Big Ten football fans. These are SEC football fans. I know these people at their core. And they're innately good people. And they feel like they are totally overlooked by and large, and they're correct, by people who live in New York and L.A. And, Buck, I've talked about this before, but when I started my media company, it was important to me to keep it in Nashville. Uh, And early on, people said, oh, if you ever want to be a success, you have to move to New York or L.A. You can't base a media company in Tennessee. You can't base a media company in Nashville. And I always push back. They tried to get me to move to L.A. They tried to get me to move to New York. Those are fine places to live. I'm not disparaging them. But I think it's important to live among the people that you are writing for, that you are doing media for. And what I mean by that with Trump is Mar-a-Lago's gorgeous. It's spectacular. You and I went down there. Palm Beach is amazing. Trump Tower's really nice. Those aren't Trump's people. And I think Donald Trump is at his best because he feeds off the energy that he gets from crowds. And I think he's like 
a great performer in the sense that he finds out by speaking to them how to reflect the things that they care about the most. And that's an incredible gift. You know, people, I think, often forget this. Trump, everyone, yeah, he is in a lot of ways, you know, one of the ultimate New York City guys, certainly one of the ultimate New York City names. He's a Queens guy, though. His family's from Queens. Yeah. Queens a little, you know, if you go to Queens right now in New York City, it's very overwhelmingly, you know, middle to upper middle class, uh, a huge immigrant population. Queens is where people show up from all over the world to hustle and get ahead, right? Yeah. Now, Donald obviously inherited a lot of money. I'm not saying he's a, from the bootstraps up on his own kind of guy, but he understands. He understands that feeling, that sentiment. He likes those people. He, he can, can connect. And by the way, I, you know, you don't, no one has to take my or your word for it, right? I mean, who votes for him? Who, yeah. who loves Donald Trump the most? It's the construction worker from a place like, uh, East Palestine. It's somebody who's working every day, who's working hard. It's truck drivers who listen to this show. And, you know, we love our truck drivers because a lot of them listen three hours, three hours at a time every day. I hope they're tooting the horns for us across the country right now. And they love Trump because they know yeah. that Trump understands them at a level that's not from the talking points, that's not the poll tested, this is what the consultants say. So to, to our point, Clay, this is Trump at his best. And it's interesting to me because I, I think Mika, going back to MSNBC, I want to, I want to, you know, give the libs a little bit of the, of the rough stuff here. I think Mika is smarter than Joe. Um, I, I would make that argument I, or at least has better political instincts than than scarborough certainly at this point here she is she doesn't call out biden in this clip at least but she does call out booty judge and i think this is the this is the democrat attempt to be like hey guys there's a big loss there's a big miss here from not going sooner uh clip nine here's mika calling out booty judge obviously there's a lot of work to do in east palestine and i think trump's gesturing with his branding and his water aside the transportation secretary pete Buttigieg, did make it clear that he should have gone there sooner and let's just put a pin on that he should have gone there sooner and the white house should have done a better job even though they were in a major transatlantic moment dealing with the future of the safety of the world the people of east palestine need to feel seen and heard you know their audience the msnbc audience for whatever you know whatever it is they care about ukraine but the hosts understand if you want democrats to maintain power you got to pay attention to things happening here in places like Ohio. And I feel like that's that's a gentle pushback from Mika there because her team, she knows they've messed this up. Well, and that's why, to me, Scarborough is such a disappointment. Anybody who has spent any time on the Florida Gulf Coast and the Alabama Gulf Coast, I mean, and maybe some of you have out there listening to me right now. Some of you live there and are listening to us right now. It's a salt of the earth. Uh, the, the great line, Buck, is the farther north you go in Florida, the more southern you get. And it's 100% true, right? And the idea that Scarborough, who theoretically grew up around this part of the country and understands these people and even represented that district in Congress, could become so detached from the people that he grew up around that he looks down on them with derision is, I think, one of the great flaws of Scarborough's career. And remember, we went after him some on this show, justifiably, 
because he was like, oh, the reason I got COVID bad was because I hadn't gotten my fourth or fifth booster or whatever it is. Like, there is a benefit. And and I know there are a lot of congressmen probably and senators that listen to us too that also the importance of getting out of Washington, D.C. is not just because you're representing your constituents. It's because you figure out what's going on in the real world and you can get lost in these big East and West Coast capitals compared to the middle part of the country. Pete Buttigieg, the the most well-known transportation secretary, perhaps infamous transportation secretary ever. In, in, ever. I mean, I, How many I, transportation I look, secretaries can the average person name? I was about to say, we do this for a living. We sit around reading about this and nerding out about politics for hours a day, Clay. Uh, how how far back could you go with transportation secretaries? I, I might be able to think of a couple if I try really hard off the top of my head. But Pete Buttigieg certainly making a name for himself in this cabinet. Um, and here he is telling a, uh, a TPUSA correspondent, basically, turn off your cameras, leave me alone, play clip one. He waited until President Donald Trump came here to actually make an appearance. This is a very important question that people across America would like to know. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I do not want to be on camera. Uh, Well, please put your cameras away. I'm sorry, we're on a public area, uh, so we are allowed as press. You guys, I would like you guys to turn your cameras off. You're on my camera. Well, I'm on a camera. I would like your cameras to be off, and then I'm happy to talk to you guys. Well, if you are the press secretary of the secretary of the Department of Transportation, don't you think you should be able to ask questions from the American public? Okay, so so that's Buttigieg's press secretary. Um and what is this demand to turn the camera off in a public place where like what what is that i don't even know what this is like when pete Buttigieg yesterday i just let's add this up clay yesterday Buttigieg said to another reporter can i take your photo are they yeah, creating dossiers weird. of reporters who are barred from events what are they doing it's very weird uh not only because i would think you would want the video because that shows exactly what you said and how you said it and I would bet many reporters use the video as a transcript to be able to quote whatever the person says. In other words, it's more reliable to have a video of what someone's saying, I think, than just an audio. It's very strange. Very strange behavior. Uh, Woke activists have done a good job of seizing control of America's schools. Now a group of investment firms that Americans entrust with our pensions and retirements are playing woke politics with your money without our knowledge or consent. A few large investment firms, names you know, that control trillions of dollars of your money are using those dollars to advance their woke ideology through a progressive social scoring program called ESG. They claim it promotes corporate responsibility, but what they're really doing is using Americans' hard-earned money to finance their political agenda, forcing businesses to comply or else. Some state leaders are fighting back and more are joining, letting those investment firms know they can't play politics with our pensions. They can either do their jobs, maximize returns for shareholders, or get lost. To learn more, go to consumersresearch.org. They've been defending consumers against fraud and abuse for decades and still are. Go to consumersresearch.org to learn more about their mission to protect consumers from woke investment firms. That's consumersresearch.org. 
Org. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Use your CNB 24-7 subscription to get access to the guys. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, When you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the NASDAQ and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade, including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are... There is a great evil taking place in our society. Since 1973, over 64 million babies' lives have been taken. Preborn is dedicated to saving these precious lives, and every day the staff members at Preborn Clinics rescue 200 babies and help women in crisis by sharing light, love, and a free ultrasound. That changed my life, just from that ultrasound picture. You see, when an expectant mother meets her precious baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, she is twice as likely to choose life for her baby. Would you join me and Preborn in rescuing babies' lives? One ultrasound is just $28, and for $140, you can sponsor five ultrasounds helping to rescue five babies' lives. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck, sponsored by Preborn. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We've been talking about what is being treated as breaking news on Fox News. They are carrying the live Alex Murdoch, Murdoch uh, testimony in the double murder case of his wife and son. And many of you have been following this case. It's among, uh, it, it has spawned a absolute cavalcade of podcasts and true crime stories and everything else associated with it. And uh, we've got a caller who wanted to weigh in from South Carolina. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Kip in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. You wanted to mention uh, this case. You've been following it. Roger that. Uh, greetings, Clay and Buck. Thank you. Uh, the, the Murdoch family seems to be followed by murders, and I can't give you the exact chronology, 
but let's go say four years ago, there was a young man found deceased out in the rural, out in the bush, run over several times, miles from his vehicle, miles from where he should have been, that had some relationship, schoolmate or whatever, of the Murdoch children, that the sheriff was never able to tie it together. A year or two later, the Murdoch family's housekeeper mysteriously falls down a flight of stairs to her death. She's grossly overinsured. That money ended up in Alec Murdoch's, Murdoch's uh, law firm. Yeah. And then as time, then two years later, there's, there's the boating accident that claims the life of a 19-year-old girlfriend. And then two years from that, we have the double murder of the wife and the son. So the, the, the whole uh, murder beginning is almost eight, nine years ago. And they never mention these other two fatalities. They just focus on the, the son and the daughter and then the, um, uh, the son and the wife and the, and the, and the boating accident. But yeah, the, the, the um, housekeeper. Thank you for the call. Thank you so much, uh, Kip from Charleston. The uh, housekeeper situation, I mean, that is, you know, a nine out of ten on the suspicious scale. Well, I think we and, and Buck, the way that they that that housekeeper story is tied into the fraud that they uncovered, because there was no suspicion. Basically, she fell down the stairs allegedly and died, and she was uh, there was a huge insurance payment, and they didn't realize the surviving heirs of the housekeeper, how much money had been given and paid out in life insurance because Murdoch kept the vast majority of that money and gave, I think, like $25,000. I don't remember the exact. It was a rounding error on the millions that he was able to keep over that incident. And this is one of the things, again, what seems to have started all of this unraveling is the death of this girlfriend of the youngest son in a boating accident. And, Buck, you were talking about uh, police investigations and everything else. When everyone was in the hospital at that boating accident, Murdoch, who is an attorney, the father, showed up and made all of the survivors not say a word to police because his son was drunk when he was piloting the boat. And they were trying to figure out, hey, who was actually even driving this boat at the time that it hit the bridge and this girl went flying out of the boat and ended up dying. And so that is where everything began to unravel. But he was trying to rig the investigation into the boat accident, according to reports, from inside of the hospital, immediately rushing to the survivors' bedsides and telling them, don't talk to the police at all. We're getting you attorneys. Don't be involved in any way in, in participating in this investigation. But that is what then led to the, uh, the, the alleged embezzlement being uncovered and everything sort of unraveling in the Murdoch family and has led to finally, allegedly, uh, the murder of both of this, the mom and the, the son by Murdoch himself. Clay, you're leading us up next. What do you want to, what do you want to top the show off with in hour two? Well, I think we got a guest to talk about this big situation, Steve Yates. Uh, we have, are evidently going to quadruple, essentially, our investment in Taiwan as an attempt to try and restrict China's aggression in, in, in its defense, the Pacific Rim. It's mili- you know, invest in its military yes. defense, as in we're getting ready for a possible full-scale invasion of Taiwan 
by China. Steve Yates, he is uh, an expert in the region. Formerly, uh, he was Deputy National Security Advisor to Vice President Dick Cheney in the White House. He will be with us. That is where we're going, and then we'll continue to break down the testimony and more. Appreciate you hanging with us on the Thursday edition of the program. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, govx.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.